welcome to the Radical Self-Belief Podcast. I'm your host, Nikki Fogdenmore, the Mojo Maker, and this is your ultimate destination for candid, essential, inspiring advice to get you in the driver's seat of life. Discover exclusive leadership insights, plus proven practical tools and techniques to activate true conscious decision-making for extraordinary results. Reignite your vision, harness effortless energy as we guide you to truly be the CEO of your life as well as your business for absolute sustainable success. Hi guys, welcome back. This is a Radical Self-Belief, uh, the Mojo Maker podcast and also live on YouTube, Vitality Coach TV. It's been a long time since I'm also doing a live on YouTube and recording for the show as well. So uh, for those of you that have hopped over to the new podcast artwork channel, which is now called Radical Self-Belief, the Mojo Maker podcast, thank you so much. It's the yellow artwork and we're up to episode 159, which is so crazy and which is super, super exciting as well. So these topics at the moment are about putting you in the driver's seat of life without absolutely any delay. We've done enough suffering. We've done enough self-discovery. We've done enough self-reflection, right? We've all, we all know and have a level of awareness that gives us the understanding that there are things that we can probably move away from. There are limiting beliefs. There are people, places, things, and projects and how we operate that we can probably say, well, that's not really serving me anymore. My absolute mission on this channel uh, and on the show, Radical Self-Belief, as you tune in, is to ensure that you have the immediate tools uh, and the recognition of how to actually move out of survival mode and chaos and to move into calm and sustainable success, to be sovereign in yourself. What does that mean? That means to make grounded, informed, factual decisions that are in true alignment with what is for your highest good and for everyone else's highest good. So that's no manipulation, no blame, shame, guilt. It's not carrying any past wounding. It's making decisions from worth rather than wounding. So making decisions from a true commitment to understanding faith in the process, using your intellect, your emotional integrity, your physical integrity, your impeccability of word, and having the right intent before you embark on something. And that is really easy to say. But in a society where we have actually had to morph, perform, and conform into everything, it's really challenging now that we're asked to kind of let go of all the old ideals and beliefs and structures that have put us in this place in the first time, and then go, well, what is radical self-belief, radical change, radical growth, radical success? What does that mean? So welcome to those of you that are viewing this on YouTube, viewing it at any time. I'm Nikki Fogden-Moore. I'm a best-selling author, which is really exciting. And this book, Radical Self-Belief is now available. The link is below in the YouTube channel and in the podcast on Booktopia. And we've also had some really cool t-shirts as well that have flown out the door. I can't even believe this is all happening. It's very, very exciting. So thank you to everyone for your support. I do want to say that this isn't just your average uh, book that you want to pick up and put your coffee cup on later or put by your bedside table or use as a doorstop. I actually have written this book with every single tool, worksheet, Uh, inspirational quote, pit stop with amazing, amazing, incredibly smart people have gone from chaos to calm themselves. It's all in here. And there's a 12-week, 90-day masterclass program with me as your coach. So I have really gone in the trenches with my clients over the years and said, how can we bring this to life? These tools that create true self-mastery, true accountability, and true source code changing from getting you out of depression, anxiety, and feeling that you're not in the driver's seat on autopilot 
into lives and relationships and businesses and sustainable energy that has the fortitude, the respect, the abundance, and the joy to live a life you truly, truly love and deserve. So let's break it all down. Today's show is actually about a big C word, commitment. You know, uh, there's huge things at the moment about commitment avoidant people or committed in a relationship or committed to a project or committed to what's going on in the world at the moment, what side of the fence you sit on. And I just think that we've forgotten the understanding in neuroscience and also personal programming and how we make decisions that when you're not committing to something that maybe is on your goal sheet or maybe you really sort of want, you're actually making a commitment to the reverse of that. So by not committing to a relationship, you're actually making a commitment to not be in that relationship. You, you know, are you committing to yourself enough to work on yourself that you're attracting the right relationship? Or are you just committed to the story that all relationships are doomed and all marriages are doomed and all men or women are doomed? And what are you most committed to? What story in your head are you most committed to that's preventing you from absolutely amplifying, fast tracking and stepping into your truest, highest real potential? And that is a fact that we are all deserving of that. It's our birthright. It's our sovereign birthright. Anyone that works in high performance, whether you're an athlete or you're an extraordinary CEO that has continually done the personal evolution to lead from within, will know that we have to undo a lot of programming, which is external validation, understanding that we probably had suppressed needs, wants, communication styles, that talking in your truth was really frowned upon. Until now, now we have this radical upheaval of everyone trying to say their truth, trying to claim great relationships, trying to design new lives in a new paradigm, but we don't necessarily have the tools on how to do that. So today I want to give you the tools on how to do that. And most importantly, I want to take you through a few steps on if you are ready to change, if you are ready to grab commitment to self as your number one priority, because whatever you do for yourself resonates with your external world. So if you have a healthy, whole, honest, transparent relationship with yourself, where you're not in denial and you're not stuck in blame, shame, guilt, and wounding, then you're going to attract people that also have an honest, healthy relationship with themselves. So I always say, if you're pointing the finger at someone, there's three fingers pointing back at you. So, you know, those three fingers there. You have to take responsibility that judgment is purely a reflection of your own character. And if you are triggered by someone's behaviors, then I recommend that you press pause and go, gee, how am I not fulfilling the very best version of myself if I'm sitting here judging someone else? So stick to your own side of the street radically. Don't just understand that from an intellectual capacity, but it's the act of doing that. It's the art of self-mastery, self-reflection and consideration that catapults you from doing okay to doing amazing, from sliding through life to being in the driver's seat and celebrating the wins, the losses, the gains, the upheavals. They're all part of it, right? So if you're not watching this and you're listening on YouTube, on podcast, sorry, I'm holding up the copy with the cover of Radical Self-Belief, which has a lion's face on it. Uh, because to me, this is really what we need to instill in ourselves, not an aggressive my way or the highway, but a strengthening of our individual talents, our strengthening of our individual heart, head and soul structure that we show up in this world 
as incredible individuals to create an even stronger piece of the community puzzle, of relationships, of companies, of our countries, that we have these amazing individuals where you do not doubt yourself and you are constantly committed to uh, the very best life. Because nowhere was it in any textbook written that the universe wanted anyone to suffer and be miserable. Uh, We really have to get that type of programming out of our head, this ability to push people down, push them into corner, suppress them, you know, lecture instead of lead by example. It's a very dangerous place to come from. So for you, is your fear of commitment to what you really want, success, a best-selling book, an amazing company, the best body, healthiness, is your fear of commitment from the greatest potential of flow, abundance, real love and freedom, without realizing it, is the commitment to staying stuck in past programs, scripts, wounds, and situations, subconsciously actually holding on to that story and preventing you from grabbing hold of the energy and the conviction and the passion and power that is absolutely there for yours to take. But we convince ourselves of all the reasons why not. We convince ourselves because of past, because of hurt, because of a million reasons that are all valid reasons. But it's time now in society and for ourselves that we have to step up out of wounding and step into making worth decisions. And there are many great coaches that talk about this. Don't make decisions from wounding, make them from worth. So this can manifest itself in our work, our home life, relationships, projects, health and well-being, peace and harmony, just feeling really happy. Ask yourself, what has always eluded you? You know, what has always eluded you in those areas above? Is it that a great, equal, healthy partnership just never seems to come to fruition? Is it that your job projects and your career just maxes out at a good level, but you really don't want to take yourself out of that comfort zone? Is it that you're not reaching equal projects, partnerships, and careers because you actually have unwittingly been committed to that not being your reality? You've unwittingly given up and surrendered. That's just not for me. You know, it's a very dangerous script that sits insidiously inside many of us that says, well, maybe don't stick your neck out. You know, there's a fear of judgment, a fear of failure, a fear of getting your heart broken again, a fear of losing your money again. You know, all perceived fears that what happened in the past will go wrong again. Now, let me pause here and tell you it will only go wrong in the same way if you continue to do the same things. It will only happen and roll out in the same way and cause you pain, conflict, and grief if you continue to operate from a place of wounding rather than worth, right? So, of course, you're going to get the same results if you're stuck in the story and all you're focused on is what went wrong and you're not doing the radical inner work to take full accountability, full responsibility, and full commitment to live your best life. Commitment is a choice. You've just got to realize that maybe you've been committed to the worst rather than the best. And maybe that's been your safe zone and your story, and that is keeping you stuck from your absolute joy, happiness, and most, re- most important relationship of all, which is with yourself right? So when you can get right with yourself, when you can commit to yourself and you know that you fully deserve this, then, oh my goodness, do you get radical self-belief? So there is more friction and force required when we stay stuck against our heart's lives, truest potential. It is harder work to maintain the status quo than it is to go with the flow. From potential of backing yourself wholeheartedly which scares the living daylights out of people. It's what I call the leap of faith. So there is a leap of faith 
great video that I've done with my little stick figures, and I'll put that at the bottom of this video too in this podcast, how to take a leap of faith. We know we need to, but usually at the point of no return, we get stuck and we come back into our safe comfort zone. And I will ask you today as you watch this and you listen to this, are you truly happy, filled, joy, abundance? Just are you so excited about your life? If not, then chances are you're committed to keeping it how it was and that, you know, you don't have to be that way. So here are seven steps to move from old committed scripts to new committed self. Seven steps to move from old committed scripts to new committed self. Number one, be prepared to do the deep work. Stop deflecting, diverting, delaying, deploying, running, escaping. You know the cycles, let's all be clear. We all know that we have these little subconscious insidious patterns that mean we avoid doing the work. Be prepared to do the work. Number two, boot camp it hard. Don't sit there and go, I'm going to do a 12-week program and I'll kind of maybe sit in there for 10 minutes a day or maybe once a week. If you don't commit to you being the very best version of yourself, commit to this work, show up and throw everything wholeheartedly into it, you have to roll your emotional and spiritual sleeves up and get in and get in the trenches and look at all the stuff. And today it happens so quickly, especially with quantum coaching, you do not need to sit in the mud anymore. It's fast, it's accurate, it's part of neuroplasticity. As soon as you've made a decision that you want to change, grow and do things differently, you will be so surprised how the rest of you will follow. All right, number three, recognizing past patterns, but then do not lean on them as a crutch. Awareness is one thing, but what we tend to do is stay in awareness and misery loves company. So you can have another chat with someone else about how hard your life is and what happened to your mother and, you know, whatever story it is, but you just staying stuck in the awareness mode, which is a really convenient place to stay because then you don't have to do anything about it. I'm calling BS on that. If you really want to change and have commitment to having the very best life, feeling energized, rewriting the script, then you can't lean on your own stories. I say BS, do not do that. And anyone that allows you to do that in a psychological sense, a coaching sense, is keeping you in that same framework. Recognizing it and having the awareness is one thing. The accountability to then go, I don't want that anymore. I rather this be a catapult for change. So you can either lean into the recognizing the patterns and say how hard it is, which is a crutch, or you can use the recognition as a catapult for change, which is how I like to talk to it with my clients. I'm like, well, we're not going to spend five hours discussing what went wrong. We've now selected that. You already had enough wounding from it. What's next? What are we going to replace that with? Number four, be prepared to do different. You can't sit there and create a vision board in your head if you're not prepared to back it up with actions. Words are cheap, ladies and gentlemen. You've got to be prepared to do different. If you can't do different, then go back to how you're doing because commitment means actually following through. It does not mean winging it, hoping, trying to make sure that maybe it's going to work out. You have to show up for yourself. Uh-uh. No one else is going to come and do this work for you. The best reward of putting your project me into play is the results that come so fast and also the type of people that you just get attracting around you that are already in that like-minded mindset. And you're in this amazing area where self-growth is not an effort, it's a priority and it's fun. Somewhere along the line, you know, we were told that self-reflection and, and understanding wounding had to be really difficult. You just have to spend 10% on that and 90% 
on what you want to be creating for your future. Number five, be humble. I mean, you know, there's no need to lecture or to blame other people. This is your rodeo, right? It takes two tango. We're all learning. Your parents didn't mean to do anything wrong most of the time. You know, your past partner was just showing up in their sovereign right as best they could. Maybe it was terrible. But, you know, it's okay to go, wow, I just probably enabled that process and I don't think I really did the work and I stayed stuck because it felt safe because I was shit scared of the unknown. It's okay to be humble. And I think it's the most important place to come from because when you have no ego to defend and you don't care what anyone thinks, we actually need to normalize the conversation about healing from things rather than normalizing the conversation around what went wrong. We're very good at normalizing a conversation around, you know, why abuse is bad, but we're not really good at normalizing how do we move out of abuse and being able to work through those personal and group goals on having better habits and interactions and relationships and partnerships and work things as well. Number six, I'm nearly there, guys, I'm nearly there. Stop beating yourself up. I mean, I think one of the things for me, I, you know, you think I've got it all together and but I've, I've really attracted some pretty average relationships in my life. Let's be fair, because I'm a fixer. So I would go in there and I would put all the extra work in, I'd all this extra energy, and I thought I was doing a good thing, but I wasn't honoring myself. I was coming from wounding rather than worth. So I had to figure out that equal partnerships and healthy partnerships, meant I had to do some work around that and understand how to deliver my truth and then stand by it and not get gaslit and not get emotionally manipulated and not feel like by standing out for what was important to me, for healthy, happy, transparent relationships, that was actually a really honorable thing to do. So I had to give myself a break and stop beating myself up for attracting negative relationships in the past until I realized that my most important lesson was to show up for myself and to do so with grace and humility. And it was game changing. And I can speak more about that if you want more information later. Number seven. So here we go, the seven points. Work in your sovereign self for your decision making. Know it is your birthright to be happy, healthy, and be in flow. Nowhere is it written that you have to suffer. There is nothing that says there is less for some and more for others. It is really your mindset of what you truly deserve. And if you tell yourself that bad things will always happen to you, relationships will always break down, you'll always be the last one to get chosen, you never have enough time. You have to go and fix everything. What do you think is going to happen? More of that. You must rewrite your script. There is enough for everybody. There is enough abundance for everyone. There's enough love for everyone. There is just, there is no lack. Lack is a manipulative tactic to create fear and control. So when you get rid of that lack feeling, that lack mentality, and there's not enough and I'm not enough, suddenly you're liberated to know that there's always enough. And when you can come from that perspective, it's game changing. So on this episode today, I hope that I'm giving you a little bit of a, a bit of a tough talking to hopefully, but also 20 to 25 minutes of how you can actually listen to this and go, oh my God, I didn't even know it. But I actually was committed to staying in all the shit that I didn't want. I was committed to my story about needing my freedom when I wasn't even having it. I was committed to the story that all relationships are terrible. So I kept having terrible relationships. I was so committed to the story that I, my life is miserable, for example, that I didn't accept the beauty and the abundance and the love and the friendships and the partnerships and the potential that was around me. So many of people I work with come in because they come in with force and friction and they're exhausted and they're like, why isn't this working? And I always say, 
like a little truffle dog, let's go and find the original source microchip that has your operating system wired from the wrong approach. And that's my little secret weapon is I can go in and find what your core, deepest subconscious belief system is that it doesn't matter how pretty your external world is, your rewiring is required in your internal operating system. Your hard drive needs to be reset. And that is a personal journey. It's not something that anyone else can do for you, but all it takes is the willingness and the courage to do the work in those seven steps. So radical self-belief is required if you want to reframe your long-term neuropathways. I love neuroscience. I'm continually studying it. It's underpinning all my models and everything I do. I just like to make it super simple for people. That's why I came up with things like Thought Tinder or Why Shouldn'tives Are Bad For You. It takes radical deposits into yes, I can, yes, this can, yes, we can, rather than all the reasons and excuses why it can't. So guys, for more on how to do this, don't forget you can pick up Radical Self-Belief, the full workbook and book written with some amazing guests in there, Christopher Lockhead from one of America's like best podcasts ever, Al Ramadan, Trevor Hendy, James Hunter, um, so many cool people, Jake Edwards, Matt McKeldin, race car driver, so many cool pit stops in that book, Andrea Markham, such a beautiful yogi. Hi, Andrea. Thank you as usual. And remember, these are available worldwide and you can hop on also to Radical Self-Belief, the online course. It's all on NikkiFogdenMore.com. I just wanted to provide you the most practical tools to get in the lane of living your very best life, to declutter, to shut out the white noise, and to have some very, very, very good reasons why you can start making the changes now and immediately see the results. It's not enough just to see it. It's not enough just to have a glimpse and have awareness. You've got to be prepared to be accountable and take action. And that's where it comes in. So if you want to get involved also and support Radical Self-Belief t-shirts, they're on my website uh, and the book on Booktopia. I want to thank Booktopia. It's been so cool working together. And all you need to do now, folks, is be willing to show up and do the work. I will step in and provide as many tools as I can to help you because it's about co-creation and collaboration. Most importantly, you're a leader in life with whatever title you have. We, we lead with our friends. We lead with our families you know, but you have to leave with yourself. So if you keep staying stuck in a cycle, it's on you. It doesn't matter what has happened to you, what trauma has gone on. Truly, I know it seems harsh, but what you have to decide what you're going to do with it. Are you going to use it as a crutch or is it going to be the catalyst for change? So I'm Nikki Fogden-Moore for Radical Self-Belief, the Mojo Maker Show. And uh, most importantly, remember that you are in the driver's seat of life. Whatever has happened to you up until this point, whatever has happened to you when you've stumbled upon this podcast, stumbled upon this YouTube channel, come and met me for the first time, or you've been continually following me. We're in this journey together, right? But if you do not retrain and reframe your brain with the sense of self-discipline and radical self-belief, you'll keep getting what you've always got. So you have to show up for yourself. There is no excuses and no reasons why not. You are your most important asset. All of this and more is in my latest book, One of Three Now, and I'm very, very, very excited. So if you've read the Subtle Art of Not Giving an F-U-C-K. If you've read The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, if you've read, you know, um, The Power Within or Awakening, Giant, all sorts of things, you will love this. Uh, and it's based around a rally analogy because I work with so many guys, I wanted to keep it simple, but also I just love cool stuff. And I challenge you today to reach out to me. Um, have a look at the book, go to the course, uh, sign up for free emails, whatever I can do to help put you in a place of sovereign power 
and drive and action and out of leaning into your own stories, then I consider my job well done. So from Australia, from my office here, and from all of us at Team Mojo, thank you so much for joining in. I'm Nikki Fogdemore. Come follow me on Instagram, on Facebook. My website's NikkiFogdemore.com. I'd love your comments, likes, reviews, and stay positive. You're not in this alone. I look forward to being your navigator on your journey for radical self-belief and being in the driver's seat of life. So thank you so much, guys. Have a fantastic, fantastic day or evening, and I hope you love this podcast. Uh, and leave a comment review and we'll see you next time. Stay healthy, wealthy and wise. Well, thank you so much for joining, listening and engaging in Radical Self-Belief, the Mojo Maker podcast. Drop me a like, share and subscribe to Nikki Fogden Moore on YouTube as well as across all the podcast channels and my website, NikkiFogdenMoore.com for Monday Mojo exclusive emails from me each week. And don't forget to use the code PODCAST10 for 10% off any of my books when you shop online at NikkiFogdenMoore.com. Until next time, you stay healthy, wealthy, and wise. And remember, you are in the driver's seat of life. <laughs>